Hi friends, it's Lee from The Thinking Mystic here. Welcome back to another episode of my podcast. So a couple of weeks ago now, I think, probably a week or two ago, um, over on Instagram I asked if there was a, you know, what topic do you want to see a podcast on? And the one that most people voted for was a, a general reading as we head into retrograde season, essentially. At the moment, Saturn, Venus, and Jupiter all uh, are all moving retrograde, and so that is impacting us in all sorts of interesting ways. Um, as I was shuffling the cards and pulling out the the reversed cards, the number of re- reversed cards that came out uh, were six, and so that to me says straight away says that these retrogrades are going to be hitting us uh, in our homes and in our areas of responsibilities. Now that's certainly true of Saturn, it's true of Venus, and it's true of Jupiter. I mean, Saturn is all about, I want to say, society, rules, responsibilities, um, sort of the way way things are, right? The way the world works is what comes to mind. Then we have Jupiter, and Jupiter is all about expansion and um, making our way on it you know, sort of making our way in the world and sort of, I want to say, our luck and success. And, th- and then we, we, you know, we come to Venus and Venus rules uh, beauty, Venus rules the heart, Venus rules relationships. So it's just this perfect, it can be a perfect storm. Um, I do think intuitively I feel like the things that are going to come up are going to be about places where we have maybe not been as responsible as we've needed to be. I think it's also going to be for some of us where we've been too responsible, where we've taken on responsibilities that aren't ours. Um, and with that Venus in the mix, it's. I wouldn't be surprised if some of the, you know if, if for some of us the themes are going to be about um, essentially taking on other people's emotions and doing other people's emotional labor. And it's going to be, you know, I feel like it's going to be about boundaries and boundary issues. And it's going to be about self-talk and self-love. And it's going to be about, you know, where we've believed things about ourselves that aren't true, where we've set limitations for ourselves that oughtn't be there, where other people have done that to us and where we've believed them. I think it's going to be a lot about where we've compromised our dreams. And it's going to be about where we've compromised maybe our integrity um, to fall in line and to maybe not make too big of a splash or whatever the case may be. And so this retrograde, I think, really is going to be bringing that that to our attention and it's going to be sort of demanding that we uh, take action and that we respond to this and that we sort of come face to face with our true selves and with sort of the the totality of ourselves in the world. Um, This is not like a unique experience or unique event. I mean, there are many opportunities uh, to do this kind of thing throughout the astrological happenings. But yeah, this is a new new opportunity to do exactly that. And I mean, it's in the the year of 2020, the emperor year, um, that we're dealing with this you know, at the same time that we're dealing with this coronavirus. So, you know, sort of the, the micro mirrors the macro and the marrow, uh, macro mirrors the micro. And I think that's what's going on. You know, that's what's going on in our world. 
at the moment. It's lots of re lots of restructuring, uh, lots of things being revealed, things we took for granted, things we didn't question about our society and about ourselves, I think. Okay, but to get to the reading, so I've gone ahead and I've drawn three cards from my trusty universal weight tarot. I'm just going to be flipping them over. Okay. So the first card out is the Empress, then we have the Five of Pentacles, and then we have the King of Pentacles. So that's straight away an interesting reading. So the question I asked in drawing these cards was basically what advice I was, you know, sort of prompting the angels, the beleaguered angels. Um, what advice do you have for us as a collective for this retrograde period? So let's see. I think it, it does touch on what I've just talked about, especially the self-limitations thing. Um, I think with the Five of Pentacles taking center stage here, it's kind of like the places that usually gave us comfort, but that we're limiting, um, are no longer doing that. And so kind of being forced to move outside our comfort zones, we're being forced to re-examine our comfort zones. Um, see, when I look at the Five of Pentacles, I see, to me, it looks like a church. These two big beggars passing the church. And I think the common wisdom around the card is, well, you know, why can't they just go into the church? It's quite funny because to me, someone who has been in church, who has been a ministry and, you know, who left with a very bad taste in my mouth, the church no longer offers the concept of sanctuary to me. So to me that they would rather pass by the church and be out in the cold with their injuries and their maladies and all that. That makes perfect sense because honestly that's been my journey um, these last couple of years now. Um, so I think it's about re-examining where we've taken our comfort, where we've found our security um so we're being forced to leave that behind it's not working anymore and the reason it's not working anymore and i think this is the toughest ball to swallow and this is something that's come up in my other readings as well is that the reason it's not working is because it never really did work it's just our standards were lower before but now we're changing and our standards are changing. I feel like that's true even on a global level or a, a collective level. It's like maybe 50 years ago we would have been happy with how the government was dealing with, you know, with COVID-19. But now, not so much. You know, we're, we're seeing that. I mean, we're, it's there's such blatant um, malfeasance, you know, if it... In the whole world regarding COVID-19, um, it's just unreal. But it's like, we're, it's it's probably been that way for a long time with other things as well. It's just, it's coming to light now. And it's harder to bury these things. I like to believe it's harder to bury these kinds of things in the age of information, in the age of social media. Um, so that's sort of one of the positives of social media. It's like... And it's not that it's not, you know, uh, ripe for abuse, but you get you get the idea. It's like, at least in theory, there's more access to truth and accountability. And so we're not happy with the status quo anymore. And there's a growing uh, dissent among people. We're not happy with the status quo. And that's why, you know, we're seeing so many 
worldwide. I'm thinking of the United States, I'm thinking of Britain, I'm thinking of places in Europe that are seeing such a resurgence in um, nationalism and white supremacy and all these things. And that's always happen that's happening as a result of this push for you know, a greater wider broader push for equality you know people have voices now people that didn't used to have voices now have access to youtube and the internet and all that and they have access to community that's the important one um so where before these people may have been forced to sort of suffer alone or in very, very small groups now we can we can all come together and we can follow each other on twitter and you know there's the sense of community and belonging and understanding and that is the grassroots for change and for demanding change and for demanding equality, um, equal access, better treatment for people as a whole. And so that's why we're seeing such, such a resurgence in nationalism. It's a reaction to that. Uh, it's interesting, I see this play out in my own life recently. There's people I've been setting more boundaries with. And it's like every time I reassert or assert or reassert a boundary, there's a backlash. And I don't think these people even realize that they're doing it. It's, it, it's automatic because it's happening on the energetic level. Energetically, uh, you know, unconsciously, subconsciously, they're sensing that there's a change. And then they lash out against that change because they don't want the status quo to change. And so we're seeing this play out on a large level. I think we're seeing playing this out in our own personal lives as well. I mean, I certainly am. So that's something to look out for this retrograde, you know, during this retrograde period. Just begin to notice when you reassert, when you assert a boundary or reassert a boundary, when you make a change, there's almost straight away, there's pushback. And if we're not in a strong enough place, we allow that pushback to do just that, to push us back to where we were before. So part of our intention in trying to honor the changes that these, you know, that this retrograde season is trying to bring in is by noticing that, noticing where there's pushback and then resisting it and sort of understanding it as part of the process. Okay. So you have the central card, you have five of pentacles. We're not finding comfort where we used to. Uh, we're not finding comfort in the structures. We're not finding safety in the structures, both in our personal lives and in the societal level. We're, see we're, we're seeing the cracks, you know. It's like if you've been involved in any sort of faith community for long enough, outside it can look like a very vibrant, happy place. But as soon as you get involved, really deeply involved, you, you begin to see the cracks in the foundation and yeah that's what's happening here on a personal and on a global level okay so i'm looking to the empress and to the king of pentacles and this i it's interesting so to me they, they both represent sort of an idea of abundance but whereas the king of pentacles his abundance comes from exactly the situation that we're seeing in the five of pentacles his abundance tends to come from playing by the rules. His abundance comes from privilege. His, you know, his abundance comes from the concept of elitism. His, con you know, his, his, his abundance is rooted in um, being an insider, essentially. 
right? Being playing by the rules as set out by the status quo. And then in opposition to him, we have the Empress, and she is boundless. She is, I want to say, without rules to a certain extent. Um, she is, she honors the fact that abundance is cyclical, that some, that, you know, I'm looking at the fields of wheat before her, I'm thinking about this idea of, you know, there, there are fallow periods and there are periods when you're planting and then there are periods when you're, you know, if you're like a farmer, um, you're waiting and hoping for the rain and then there's the growth period and then there's the harvesting, right? And it's all this cycle and she understands abundance in this cycle and I think she understands growth in this cyclical way as well and I think she's calling, she's reminding us of that. She's reminding us that even though this retrograde period is is probably going to be uh, tough in different ways for different people, but tough. Um, even though it's going to hit sort of where it hurts the most, which it hurts the most, which is uh, hearth and home. Even this is a cycle. I mean, the retrogrades are a cycle. Soon the you know the planets are going to be start stationing direct, and they're going to be moving forward again, and then we're going to be applying the lessons we've learned in new ways, and and so it on. On and on it goes um, throughout our lives. So that's why I said at the beginning as well, you know, it's, these are not one of a kind uh, astrological periods. You will get the chance to do the, this kind of work again. But obviously each time this happens is a new opportunity to actually do that work. So if you can, if you're able to do that, then why not? But yeah, so she's reminding us of that the cyclical nature of things and so I think she's urging us to go with the flow she's urging us to you know if you're personally in a period where there's stagnation and you're, not, you're feeling like you're not getting anything done then that's where you currently are and then it's kind of like make the most of where you're at at the moment soon you will be uh soon they will be uh soon it will again soon be planting season and then it will be growth season and then it will be harvesting season um so go with the flow in that sense and try not to spend your whole harvesting season for instance wishing it were planting season instead you know we lose a lot if we there's so much growth um insight, understanding, prosperity, abundance that we lose because we don't stay in the moment. We're always looking ahead or we're always looking behind. So if we can just sort of master being more present in the moment, even unfortunately when the moment is not that pleasant. I think that's one of the hardest spiritual lessons that you you know we'll learn and it's one we I don't think we master uh, during our lifetime but it is worth trying nonetheless as again as much as you can as much as you're able if you can't you can't and there's nothing wrong with that again cycles the cycle to do so will roll around again so if you're in a position where you can and you want to do that kind of work and you want to stay in the moment and you want to see where you know where, where what it is and where you are actually then that's great if you can't do that that's also fine. You will have the you will feel better again at one point, and you will have the opportunity to do so again at one point. Again, it's fine.
But yeah, so that's sort of our choices between the Empress and the King of Pentacles. And don't get me wrong, I mean, the King of Pentacles is, so. I mean, he is the ultimate, he is the ruler of his suit, the ruler of materialism, the, the ruler of wealth. And there's nothing wrong with wanting to be secure, and there's nothing wrong with wanting to have wealth and abundance. Um, but it's about the way that you go about getting it. And I think he's he's just calling to mind or just reminding us that the same rules, the same order, the same insider thinking and mentality that may get you results in the long term may end up costing you more in the you know, the, the kind of thinking that gets you results in the short term, that's what I meant to say, sorry, um, may, may end up costing you more in the long term than you were planning for. And it's it might be one of those situations where you come to the end of a project or a career path or even, you know, going towards the end of your life and thinking, looking back and looking back at it and thinking, you know, just what did I offer up? And this is true of relationships and this is true of hobbies and passions and everything. It's kind of like there's a cost sometimes to, well not sometimes, there's always a cost to maintaining the status quo. And honestly I can understand if you want to do that, change is scary, going outside a comfort zone, scary, trying to sort of strike out on your own, scary. Um, But yeah, it's kind of like, and this is not going to apply to everybody, but I think for those of you who, you know, who this does resonate for, you're going to reach a point where it's like, I just can't keep paying this price anymore. And then it's time to move on. And the King of Pentacles is, is showing us that this was a choice and this was a particular choice that you make. But now you can make Another choice is shown by the Empress and it's going to be scarier and it's going to be more unpredictable because the Empress, you know, the Empress is, um, you know, she is the life giver, but she is also uh, the life taker. you know, she is that cycle of life, death, rebirth, life, death, rebirth. So that's, that's much scarier than being on the inside, you know, being on the outside, but ultimately if you're there, you'll understand that it's going to be worth it. It's going to be frightening, but it's going to be worth it. And I can say that with personal certainty. So yeah, um, I'm going to take a look at the shadow card as well. Let's see. Oh, it's the hermit. Well, that's very appropriate, isn't it? So yeah, this definitely is a period of reassessing our lives, reassessing our choices. Kind of, again, that moving away from the comfortable and the familiar and the safe to discern what is working, what isn't working, and what really hasn't been working all along, but you know something we wanted really badly to work, and we just can't lie to ourselves about it not working anymore. That's the point where we're, where we are at with this retrograde period. Is like the big question here is like how much more are we, are we willing to sacrifice for something that we know is not working? And at what point does that cost outweigh the cost of actually just taking the risk and striking out and 
moving away from the comfortable and the familiar and the comfort zones and etc 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 but anyway so that is the retrograde reading i hope that you know i hope that you're safe healthy and well and i hope that you can find the courage to go on this is such a trying situation that we're all going through and so yeah i'm just holding you in in love light hope and fortitude um yeah so thanks so much for listening and yeah you know have a lovely lovely weekend